I'm Grace Eubank. And I'm Ryan Beck. We are married, and we think we might even love each other. So now, we're putting our marriage to the test with a podcast. We are answering all the questions that lead to love. This is Falling in Love with My Wife. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Hi. (laughs) It's always so horrible when I have to intro. I like when you introduce the podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Falling in Love with My Wife. I'm Ryan. That's Grace. I stole the introduction from you. What do you think of that? Uh, Well, you asked me to do it. I was getting there. Yeah. Well, Grace, we're four days from our first anniversary as a married couple. Yeah. However, we've been together far longer than that, and I don't remember how long anymore. I have no idea. Okay, I good, because I was you. afraid that I was No, like, I have no idea. Is it six years? Is it three years? Don't know. I don't know. It feels like every day is a year now, doesn't it? Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> so um, today's question is question number 24. This is the final one of set number two. Mm-hmm. Set number two, I would say, has been my least favorite set. I Agreed. like the first set better. Set number two, I think, is a little bit repetitive. We've discussed this one kind of uh, a decent amount. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question today is, that's uh, Lily's carrot toy. The question today is, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? I feel great. I also feel great about mine. Five stars. Five stars. Six F- stars. If we're well, I'm five doing stars the Uber scale. scale. That's as good I know, as you I'm can doing, get. I'm, I know. I'm giving her six stars. I'm well, creating, an, I'm creating another account. You can't give your mom six stars. And then I, my mom's going to be like, I only got five stars. <laughs> it's we not a competition. On the same it's not scale. a competition. This little dog. Um, I Every time we her, record. Yes, she wants to play, but I recognize which toy she wanted by the squeak of the toy. Whoa. Did you, like, I couldn't you see, didn't that, see it that it was the carrot. carrot. No, I just realized that I did that. My God. So um, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? This is like a nice one because our mothers are some of our biggest podcast fans. I know. Um, so this is a nice thing. It's good that we both like our moms. Oh, yeah. Because, well, also, I guess if we didn't, then they wouldn't be listening uh, right, because the relationship would be yeah, weird. Um, Whatever, right. I don't, you know. Um, so this is this is nice. So we get to talk about our moms for a little while. Um, I do want to tell a funny story that mm-hmm. I did yesterday because, as I mentioned, I like started to see a therapist because I was having a lot of anxiety, and it was spilling over into other parts of my life, and I didn't like that. I thought it was really bad, so I was like, I need to get control of my own brain, right, and stop acting emotionally and just get a hold of myself. So each time that I go to and talk to her, I've talked to her three times now, you have to fill out like a how are you feeling survey. And then I send it to her in an email attachment because everything's over Zoom, you know. But also every day, since we're on the subject of mothers, I send your mom the crossword every mm-hmm. day. I send her the New York Times crossword. And to my mom, I will also send you the crossword if you're interested in doing the crossword. It's very fun. So I send your mom the crossword every day. And so then I logged off of my therapy session and I was like, this was nice. I got to talk to somebody about my feelings and I feel like oh I maybe I'm a little hard on myself sometimes whatever you know I'm feeling all these things mm-hmm. and so then I was like I gotta fill out the survey filled out my survey fired off an email attached it sent it and um, I sent her the crossword <laughs> <laughs> so my therapist I said to my therapist thank you and said to crossword that's really funny yeah I now I need to close the window because there's a truck idling yeah don't you love Brooklyn I know so windows closed but yeah, I am now um, a big advocate of therapy because I've done it three times and I feel better. Yeah. So, uh, You're the master. But I think everybody does. But mo- this is brings me to my mom because I'm not in therapy because of my mom, but I am doing it because I've always been very emotional. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom probably laughed at that. But 
She, but the reason I love my mom so much is because she's a great mom in the sense that she's always accepted me for who I am, which is a little emotional um, turd sometimes. <laughs> you know, I was like not yeah. the easiest kid. I was pretty hyperactive at times. I had like a lot of anger issues. I was just like real stubborn. And so like, but my mom was always somebody that I could talk to about my feelings. And I've never felt judged by my mom. I've never felt that she was really disappointed in me. And I've never felt like I um, wanted to, even, you know, I've screwed up things, but I've never felt like, like I, I, gosh, I wouldn't, I don't even know how to say that. I guess disappointed is the right word, but I, I don't think I've ever let her down in any sense. And I don't want to, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, and I think that those kinds of trying not to is a, is a good way to try to live your life. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. I don't know. I thought you were going to continue. No. Okay. Should I talk about my mom? Yeah, please. Okay. I love my mom. I know. I love her so much. I know. I miss her. I know I like get to see her kind of often. I know. I don't get to see my mom very often. I know. But I'm like tearing up just thinking about how much I miss my mom. Mm -hmm. And I like FaceTimed her yesterday or something. I also I, like that everyone who listen, is listening right now is going to call their mom after. I hope so. I think that they should if yeah. that's possible. If it's possible, good. which makes me really sad for my mom to have lost her mom yeah. and knowing that I'm going to have to lose my mom at some point. Unless I die first, mama, I'll get you, <laughs> you know? Or you could be like my mom. My mom promised me she would never die, which is Yeah, nice. which is probably uh, she took a it lack back. of foresight. She took it back, but um, <laughs> I'm holding her to that original premise. But it's so sad because to have a mom and to have a good mom is like the probably the best thing that any human being can have. And I think that yeah. we're both blessed to have that. And I'm not saying that just so we retain our podcast listeners. <laughs> I'm saying that because I mean it. Yes. Um, but please tell me more about your mom because she is somebody that I've grown to love who now I send the crossword to. But maybe I'll start sending her my mood survey as well. Oh, yeah, you should. Like, this is how I was feeling this week before I talked to my lady. Before and after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before Just... and after I sent you the crossword, I was feeling um, anxious. I was feeling happy. I was feeling whatever, you know. Yeah. That's very funny. Um, my mom is really cool. She is very cool. She's a lot of things, but she's really cool. She still listens to like very pop music. Yeah, like, like she's she, up on all the new bands. Things she was that I never don't know. one of these people that was just like, oh, this is like like kids these days. Like music is so like it was so much better when I was young. Like no, she like likes all the cool new stuff, mm-hmm. and well, like would always introduce me to new things. And we like I, we share music a lot, but she's also just so funny. She's very funny. I think the two of us have a very similar sense of humor and like we were facetiming for like probably over an hour the other day and like i don't remember anything that we said <laughs> you know like it was like not like a deep conversation or like catching up uh, one was... of the things you said was there's ryan over my shoulder uh playing his video game oh okay. so i was playing tomb raider yeah there you go i was shooting um and i was, was trying most... to be quiet but right. then the controller also has a speaker so there's little gunshots in the back of your oh, conversation yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, but it wasn't like anything specific. It was, you know, like it was just like uh, hanging out kind yeah. of thing, which is really nice. Yeah, I think that's really nice. I I want to say one thing that I admire. I'm gonna switch. We should switch off. But I like who says what about them? Sure. Mommy. But I think one thing that I admire about my mom is her general attitude towards stuff. Is always like she just does what's necessary, 
and she takes things as they come. Mm-hmm. And whereas I react emo- emotionally like right away and, you know, I, um, I, I'm working on this, but my mom's always pretty even keel, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful quality. And it's a wonderful quality to have in a mom because it's like I come to her with my problems and I can talk to her and I always feel heard. And sometimes when you talk to people, you don't feel like they're listening to yeah. you or that they're, you know, they're just waiting to speak. And that's never been a, the, a thing that I've experienced with, with my mom. She always listens to us and she's made us a priority. She does a lot of stuff that she doesn't want to do. So our lives are better. And that's just such a wonderful gift yeah. that she's given to us. That's and really I say nice. us as as uh, my brother and my sister. Right. Yeah. A collective. The Child. collective. Yeah. Lily, would you like to say anything about your mom? <laughs> She's just, no, she wants to make as much noise as possible. There's so much I admire about my mom, and it's like kind of a similar thing than what I want to bring up right now, where she is very much like the peacekeeper, and she was a middle child of seven. and So, so is, she's like true middle. Yeah. Well, she's third and seven. Third and seven. So um, almost true middle. So she's always like thinking about other people, and I think she's the person that everybody goes to for everything, which has to be a lot. Do you think she likes that? Yes and no. I think it must be frustrating, but it's also probably pretty tiring. Yeah, Um, but I think she also wants to be that person. I think if she didn't want to be, she wouldn't be. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't want to speak for her, but no, but I think it's like a human nature thing to want to be needed and also um, to like kind of like go where you are needed. Yeah, no, it's frustrating. But she's also like she's just a very generous person. The story I always tell to describe it is the one time I complimented her boots and I was like, oh, mom, those are really cool boots. And she's sitting on the couch and she started to take them off. She said, oh, thank you. Do you want them? And was like (laughs) trying to take them off to hand them off to me. I have a line inspired by this story in my my act now. Oh, nice. About because my mom is the same way, but it's like you compliment her and she'll just start taking off her jacket. Right. Yeah. Give it to you. Yeah. Which is taken from your from your mom, but a behavior that my mom my mom does too. Right. Um, where it's like it's the, the but that's like such a nice thing, but it also it's like, will you please just do something nice for yourself? You know, sometimes I feel <laughs> like, um, you know, I I would assume that we're not alone in this, but it's right. like sometimes you want your mom to just take some time, be go do what you want to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. You're doing a great job. Take go to the spa, go to whatever you need to do. Right. Um. Yeah, because they truly, I think that they've earned it. You know. Absolutely. Probably like 10 or 100 times over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about mothers and we're talking about, I guess, having a, a, a good parent. Does it make you think about like how you want to be with kids when you have kids? Yes. What's this? <laughs> 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 how do you want to be when your mom? Did you think your mom is inspiring you? I'm basically leading you to say, yes, my mom's the best. I want to be just like her. That's what I'm doing right now. Okay. Yes. I, my mom's the best. I want to be just like her. Um, but, we, but it's true. It's true. I had such a wonderful childhood and most of it is because of her and my dad. Um, yeah. Dads get mentioned too. And my dad. And my dad. Um but yeah, I think, I mean, she was one of seven. She wasn't as close with her mom as I am with her. I think she had me a little bit older. She was 39 when That's she had me. That's a lot a bit older. That's a lot a bit older, yeah. 39? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of people. Especially in 1988. You're right. Yeah. A lot of people 
a lot of my friends' parents were like a good 15 years younger. So <laughs> my, my mom was 24. Wow. I think I have to do the math. Yeah. I mean, she might have been tw- 24, 25. Yeah. But my brother's, you know, a year and a half older than me. Right. So. And my sister's five years older than me. Yeah. So she was um, 34. Mm-hmm. But I think having children later colored her experience as a mom. Where she was, like, super cool about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... More relaxed. And more relaxed. And, like, everything was, like, very creative. And, like, there weren't strict rules. And I think because of that, we were such good kids. Like, I don't think that strict rules are very helpful. Most of the kids who had strict rules growing up that I've noticed have not... Um, a little rebellious, a little off have, the rails now. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I think our relationship with our parents was so, it was like just based on respect and like open communication and like this mm-hmm. person is our friend and not a dictator. Yeah. And I, that, it, that made me never afraid to go to my parents about something. Right. Or want to rebel against them and instead... I could talk to my mom about anything. Yeah, I had a similar... I think I had a similar childhood in the sense where it's like my parents weren't strict. We had... Obviously, there are things that you do and don't do. Um, You know, there are guidelines to live by, but I don't feel like my parents were strict. I feel like they were very encouraging. And I think that that's... Like you said, I think that's really important. And it's really nice to have that as an example for raising kids because when we do raise kids uh who knows what the internet and everything else is going to yeah. look like around it's going to be a whole different it's thing. a whole thing man because like the this is really a bummer it's really sad we just watched on hoda and jenna on nbc <laughs> that like ages 10 to 24 the suicide rate in the last decade is up 50 uh, close to 58 percent yeah so it's like this social media stuff and the way that kids interact and everything Every emotion when you're younger is to the thousandth degree. Right. And I am incredibly emotional already. And it's like I was really emotional at that age too. I, a, yeah, a, me too. Re, yeah. I mean, it was like really bad. And like, you know, without a good parent, um, you you get lost a little bit. Yeah. And so that's why I'm so appreciative of my mom and my dad in that sense, because like I could talk to them about whatever. Obviously, my parents were not my friends. Now they're transitioning into being my friends as we get older, Uh Um, because that's, I think, the role of a parent shifts when you have adult children to be, you know, you're a confidant and someone who um, they look to for their opinions. Yeah. And or you look to them for their opinions and you, and you know, someone to just kind of reaffirm the values that they instilled in you as, as a, a young person. At least that's how I, I'm understanding my relational shift to them. Yeah. Um, See, I was always friends with my parents though. So I think yeah, that's... my parents made it clear that we're not their friends <laughs> like, or that they're not our friends. Uh-huh. It's like you, you need to listen to us and to, to strive to be a good person and to live, to live a certain way. Mm-hmm. And to make the right choices. So, I mean, it's like not like we were friend Like they weren't not um, friendly. Obviously, they're friendly. But it wasn't like that was just a line. We're not your friends. We're mm-hmm. your parents. You know, listen to us. Be good kids. Um, but it wasn't strict. Yeah. It was always encouraging. It was always uh, like a priority, like I yeah. said previously. We never had, I don't think like we weren't like taught like certain things in uh, in specific words. It was always like led by example. 
What do you I mean? Think. Um, it was never like we were never told to be good people, <laughs> you know, like um, it was never like spelled out for us. But we saw how my parents interacted with other people. And I think by being open with them, they could guide us into making correct decisions Mm -hmm. rather than like, these are the rules of the house. Right. I think it was a lot of focusing on like emotions and like how uh, actions make you feel. I don't know if this like was an intentional yeah, but it's what you got out point. of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's important. Yeah, like I'm. Uh, this is. Um, hold on one second. You're. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you're. Yeah, having a hard time saying these things because it's emotional to talk about your parents because you love them. Yeah. And there is always a sense of loss because time moves forward, and so the time that we're talking about are as a, a kid where you like literally look up to your mom. I don't. I look very much down at mine. She's very <laughs> short now. You're, still, you're like kind of eye to eye with yours. Right. Yeah. I look um, up a teeny bit. A tiny, a tiny little bit. But um, I think that's why you're getting emotional is because it's like there's a, a loss to that time in your life. And it's you, you're at least I do. I feel um, a great sense of, of gratitude. And like uh, it's just a really sweet to have been raised by my mom. Totally. And the moment I was thinking of is like when I was in probably like sixth grade, there was like it was like the first day of school and I like came home and I told my mom that like, yeah, there was a new girl and I sat with her at lunch and she told me how proud of me she was. Oh. And like it was so instilled in me. Like, of course, I'm going to sit with this girl. Like, yeah, like she doesn't know anybody. Like, of course, I'm going to sit with her. And like, That's so sweet, G. And <laughs> um. And like you we look were really friends. pretty while you're crying, Thank by the you. way. Um, and we were friends for like a couple of years, and then we grew apart, and it's fine. And she's doing great. We follow mm. each other on Instagram. That's cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, I remember that you know, like I didn't even think about it, mm-hmm. but she said that she was proud of me for like doing that. Yeah. And I didn't even. That's so sweet, but that's the importance I think of of uh, a mom because, like, not to say that you can't. Ha- act like that without a mom but it's like that i think that's really really nice what a nice story yeah that was like just like a very little moment but i just remembered that well that's what it is i think it's little moments i think little moments make up your life you know i don't know uh, i want to sound like maya angelou or whatever but (laughs) like, like that's uh really important and that's the thing that i think is crazy about even i mean it's wild to have I think about my mom being so young when she had kids and so young being the uh, pretty average age of at the time and place. Right, right. But it's like sh- there's so much that I didn't know up until and I still don't know. I don't know what I don't know, but I'm 32 now. Yeah. And I feel like maybe now I could have something to watch a child and maybe not as much energy, but like it's a it's every day all the time. Yeah. So of course it's little moments like what you're saying that are like the most powerful ones because it's like that's your entire life is just made up of that. Yeah. Something I'm really grateful for. Well, my mom is like an excellent writer. She's really yes. Really this is talented. this is something I think what I was going to ask you about is the what what you want to take from the way you your mom has operated and and moved forward with. Yeah. Um. When. Uh, my sister and I were babies. She kept these journals for us, and it was like the everyday stuff. And it also had like birthday parties and things like that. But like, it mainly told the stories that you would forget about normally. 
And it was intended for you to read later. I think so. I don't know what the intention was. To well, be honest, I, I should oh. ask. Um, it, it just, I've seen some of the passages. It feels like it's not so much a journal for her as it is a journal for the both of you. Like it feels yeah. like there's um, an intent to write down right the the real moments of of this and there there's one thing i think a story about the dentist right yeah that one like gets me all i'm gonna cry again i know but it's really nice i think it's important to i know so um give me one second you look super cute though thanks so one of the entries is about when i was like a toddler and i went to the dentist and I guess it was like around Easter time. So it was in the spring and I was scared. I was like really scared being at the dentist. I was pretty shy and um, and I was crying much like I am now. And <laughs> um, and the dentist told me uh, that my, I guess my mom wasn't in the room or didn't hear it. But the dentist told me that if I cried, the Easter bunny wasn't going to come which is horrible. Who would say that? So mean. <laughs> so mean. Uh, and, um, that's a bad parent. Yeah. yeah. When He doesn't know how to talk to kids. Yeah. yeah. That's a bad dentist. Um, and so when I told my mom, she was so upset. And she wrote about her hopes for me. And she said that, um, that when I'm older... Or and throughout my life, whenever I'm upset about something, and whenever I'm, uh, whenever I feel like there's something I should stand against, uh, she hopes that I use my voice and that I. She hopes that I cry and scream and shout and stand up for myself and not let somebody bullying me into mm-hmm. being quiet. And that year, the Easter Bunny did come. So that dentist was a liar, and my mom <laughs> is right because I am crying right now. <laughs> so, and just to show that dentist, you went back the next year with six cavities. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. I don't know. I know my teeth are pretty. They're just made of. How many cavities have you had in your life? I, I can't count. Oh, I had four. That's it. Yeah, I had four one time because I didn't have health insurance for a while. Um, and then uh, I got on the Obamacare, and then I was back on my parents. Thank you, mom. Uh, <laughs> health insurance for a couple of years, and I got I had four cavities because I didn't go to the dentist for like two years. Oh man, yeah. I've I've had too many to count. I think I'm more. These are all like just these are little marshmallows. Yeah, these are marshmallows. They're mini marshmallows <laughs> stuck in my gums. Uh, yeah, but that was another. That's another fun. Uh, mom stories where it's like probably when I was like middle school or something, but it was like the first time ever that I went to the dentist and didn't have cavities and we were both so excited that we went out for ice cream after (laughs) (laughs) that's sweet yeah it's cool i feel um i feel bad because i'm not crying about how much i love my mom i'm just trying to reiterate it well you are not a crier no i don't remember the last time i cried you're an emotional guy i'm an emotional girl but i cry all the time yeah i just pace around and reorganize things yeah and i just (laughs) i just cry yeah. I cry and cry and cry. Yeah. I like crying though. But I really like I've I don't mind repeat I repeat myself a lot. I don't mind repeating this again because I want my mom to know I love her so much and I'm so grateful that she's my mom and I'm really, really fortunate. And there's so many things that I have yet to speak to her with that I always want to know her opinion and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really happy that I can call her at any time. I'll text her and we can have regular conversations, but also now that we're older, we can have deeper conversations. And that's really important to me. And and I feel very connected to her. And I um, I just appreciate her so much. And I have a special 
um, grievances for us. Yeah. The airing of the grievances. I think that we should air grievances uh, for our moms or against our moms. Against our moms. Yeah. Oh, geez. So okay. Let's take a quick break and then we'll do that. Oh, man. Yeah. Never. <laughs> okay, we're back. Here we are. It's time to... <laughs> Grievance with our moms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited about this because I think that these will be very fun. Uh-huh. Um, my mom's grievance. I have two grievances with my mom. One of them is she thinks that she's super sly because in high school, when we would get home late, mm-hmm. she would always come up and give us a hug late at night. Like she'd like <laughs> get out of bed. And my mom is as blind as I am. Like you just the glasses are off. You can't see anything. Yeah. And so she's this little five foot tall woman that's coming at you in the, in the pitch black no lights are on you know it's like oh you're home late from your little high school hangout and she'd come up and she'd give us a hug my you know this would happen to me she'd give me a hug and then she, i could hear her going i'm like are you smelling me to see if i was drinking I'm like what are you doing and she absolutely was and she thinks that i didn't know what yeah. she was doing and it's like mom i was not drinking i was sitting in the steak and shake parking lot with my friend kyle eating french fries right. like she'd come up to us like a little like a little mole at night like trying to find us in the dark and then sniff us i'm like you're not being sly lady i know what you're doing that's so funny um, and I have another one, but if you want to no, go, go for it. Okay, so my second one is, this is just a funny mom thing, is that back in the days of Blockbuster Video, you have to drive to the store and you have to rent the movie and you bring the movie home. And that's what you guys are watching that night. Uh-huh. My mom, on three separate occasions, because she kept forgetting we had seen it, rented the Mr. <laughs> Magoo movie. <laughs> Three separate times (laughs) we watched the Mr. Magoo movie. And what's even worse about it is that I have no recollection of what that movie. I think it was Leslie Nielsen or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, uh, it's just very, that's just, uh, uh, those are my grievances for my mom. That's funny. Well, mine also has to do with Blackbuster Video. Because like it was, um, your story had uh, sparked this idea um but when we were in probably elementary school we rented harriet the spy and we watched harriet the spy on vhs and then it was time to return harriet the spy couldn't find harriet the spy gone can't find it so it was like weeks and weeks and weeks and then maybe like months but anyway it was like way too long to return harriet the spy and it was like ruining our lives um eventually we found it it was like like had been like under the bed some you know like tossed somewhere um but anyway we were never allowed to go back to blockbuster video and so we became a hollywood video family but we were so she didn't want to pay the 20 dollars. yeah she didn't want to pay it and she was so ashamed that we lost harriet the spy (laughs) that um we never went back to blockbuster and you became so everyone yeah so we went to hollywood video and everyone um everyone else had like blockbuster closing and it was a big thing i was like blockbuster has been dead to me for years (laughs) So that's my uh, wow. It's not and really if a I know, If I know how your mom operates, because I know that she's probably ashamed of the blockbuster uh, and can't go back there. I bet that just knowing the the area, I bet mm-hmm. she had to drive past the blockbuster to we get to the have Hollywood to, video. Yeah, the blockbuster is now a Panera, and the Hollywood video is where the famous footwear is. Ah, if that helps. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Okay, I get so lost. Every road out there looks the same. Every it's road trees. in Missouri looks the same. No, Missouri's roads make sense. Yours is just trees and hills. Yeah, yours flat. has no trees, no hills. Everything's flat, but at least you know, like that's the tree I make a left at. I can't figure it out in Pennsylvania. It's chaos. Uh, it's chaos over there. I love you. Let's um shut this down and uh, close set two out. What do you say? All right, here it is. Closing that set. Oh. All right, love you. <laughs> love you too. <laughs> Bye.
Thanks for listening. If you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash podcast or email us at gracerhymepodcast at gmail.com. Okay, that's enough. I love you. Love you too. Bye.